Is Johnny Silvercloud, also known as Frederick Thugless, Thugs Bunny, the vicious abolitionist, coming at you live. Before we begin, be sure to hit that subscribe button on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you are going to access this, other than Facebook Live. Okay? Um, if you're on iTunes, be sure to bless us with a review. Such things will make it easier for folks to find us online. Okay? So, um, like, with that being said, what I want to talk about is uh, <clears throat> in the media, there's this um, young, like there's a lot of young, like these teenage shooting, like spree killing survivors from Florida, and they're getting a whole lot of wind beneath their wings. And it's actually a very beautiful thing. I'm not going to lie. But at the same time, I cannot, I can't, I can't fully not 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 support it but i can't fully cherish it or or get behind it or whatever i can't really feel it because because they're white they're getting a whole lot of support they're getting a whole lot of there's there's very little um there's very few there's less resistance in regards to these white kids talking about gun violence and spree killing and bump stocks and stuff like that. Um, I, I honestly don't know what their total agenda is. I think it may vary due to the fact there's multiple kids. Um, I'm not a big fan of losing every single gun out there. I don't think like eradicating guns, period, is the answer because they did that to a black community. You see where we are. Um <clears throat> But after learning about bump stocks, I'm like, well, well, fuck it. Yeah, you can, you can burn all that. Anything that modifies your weapon and make it shoot automatic, you can definitely kill that. So, okay, Jonathan Flores, he says, more social capital can be shared, bringing more visibility. Yeah, that's correct. Now, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about more social capital can be shared because um, there's this one guy I guess he's become a more prominent face other than the bald-headed one. I'm sorry, I don't know all their names. Bald-headed chick one, I don't I don't know all their names. But um, the guy's name is David Hogg, and he said something like, we should use our white privilege to speak on gun violence in black communities. He says that he believes the black um, survivors are not being broadcasted the same way white survivors are. He's correct. Like, factually, he's correct. But this is where I challenge David Hogg. You feel me? Why don't you... Why, do, why doesn't he use the system of white privilege to dismantle white privilege? It seems like... It seems like... He's fully aware that white privilege exists. But he's not attacking white privilege because, real talk, it's actually the... It's actually white privilege is the reason why these spree killers happen. You know, um, these mass shootings, it's because of white privilege. And a part of this white privilege, part of white supremacy is white privilege. And within that is white entitlement, especially white male entitlement. You see, in the hood, if somebody's being picked on or whatever, you just get at them, you get them out of your, you just get at under their skin yourself. 
you, you begin doing the picking back. But if you can't do that, you, uh, you knuckle up, you square off. Now, if you square off with somebody in the hood, more than likely it's going to be just with that one person. The point I'm getting at is that people from the hood, or I'll say non-white motherfuckers, non-white people, we don't really feel that if I'm in pain, everybody got to feel my pain. That's a white male entitlement thing that, you know, if a white guy like white men under white supremacy, they really do believe that if a woman rejects them, that, that, that means they're justified to kill mass, mass amounts of people. Or um, if they're made fun of, if someone makes fun of their shoes or what they're wearing or their teeth, or their face or their underarm funk, that they have the right to kill numerous people. That's a white privilege, y'all. Real talk, that is a white privilege. And if you dismantle that, I guarantee you that you're going to demolish. You're going to burn all this. You're going to, you're going to demolish this spree killing mass shooting thing because we don't have that mess in the hood. You know, um, when it comes to being black in America, despite the fact we have so little, like every single black child, they feel, they feel a connection with the land they're on, despite the fact they don't own the land they're on. You feel me? Like the neighborhoods and stuff. You ask any kid, the nerd, the video gamer, the jock, the, the hood rat, the, the weed smoker, the, the, the thug, gangster, ask them whose block is this? Whose hood is this? They're going to say it's my hood. It's like every black person functions like how a mayor should act or how a cop should act in regards to the land they're on. <clears throat> so with that being said, black folks don't dive into killing everybody when they're angry. I don't know where, I mean, I know where white folks get it, but we don't got that shit. So that's, that's a, that's a white entitlement. That's part of white supremacy. That's part of white privilege. So if David Hogg is listening or anybody like David Hogg is listening, I challenge you to, or any gun protester or whatever, right? Gun law protest, right? I challenge you to dismantle white supremacy. It's all connected. David Hogg says something about the shootings and, 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 uh, black neighborhoods. Well, due to the fact that cops shoot unarmed black people, I'm quite sure they're, they're going to be hyper vigilant with, um, actual crime being committed. So I'm not too worried about that. I'm not worried about actual criminals who are actually deemed criminals. I'm more worried about folks who are criminals function, functioning under a badge that tend to get away with things because as soon as a cop kills a black person, the black person is infinitely demonized. This, you know, these United States of America treat white bomb terrorists better than black victims of unwarranted violence. So, Honestly, you don't need to speak for us in regards to criminals going back and forth or drugs going back and forth or like that gangster nonsense. You don't need to speak. You need to speak on us. Speak for us on that. David Hogg or whoever you guys are. Y'all need to speak on this white privilege thing. 
because where were yeah, where were these protesters when Black Lives Matter and all these other like and you know and there's white folks in there too, but not enough. But where were they? Where were all this? Where were all these people when Black folks were all over the place, taking it to the streets, talking about these cops and stuff, these murderous cops. You you know like how silent these folks were. These all these white folks are were. <clears throat> how silent these folks were gave space for you know counter protesting nonsense like blue lives matter which really didn't matter when that black cop shoot at that white chick in the middle of the united states he got rightfully seen he rightfully saw justice all these other white cops shooting black folks they evade justice let's talk about that you feel me there's only four folks watching this really <laughs> this bullshit see Facebook is throttling. <clears throat> Facebook is throttling this stuff, man. I swear to God they are. Anyway, um, yeah, I I want these folks, <clears throat> man, I want these folks to dismantle white supremacy. Going after guns, that's easy. You know, I said it before. I bet that if you were to look whiteness in the face, look white supremacy in its face and say, okay, white, white America in, this, in their face and go, all right, either you're going to give up your guns or you're going to give up your white supremacy or you're going to give up your guns or you can give up your white privilege. White America will throw their guns at you. If you give white America the choice between white, like they can either keep white supremacy or guns, white privilege or guns, I guarantee you that they'll throw those guns at you. They'll like, like that meme, like just take my money. They'll be like, just take my guns because white folks are not giving up white privilege. David Hogg is not giving up white privilege. And that's the thing that concerns me. Because it's white privilege that enables is is the underlying ideology that enables these spree killers to exist in the first place. We don't have a gun control problem. We have a whiteness control problem. We don't have a gun control problem. We have a white privilege control problem. We don't have a gun control problem. We have a white supremacy control problem. You feel me? So... Until they until these kids actually aim for dismantling white privilege, white male entitlement, they're off the mark. They're totally inaccurate. They're useless. Not useless, but they're not really fixing anything. So but if the arg one argument is bump stock should be illegal, I agree. Shouldn't that shouldn't exist? I thought a bump stock was just a stock of a weapon that looks looks uh, looks uh, intimidating or something like that, right? I thought a bump stock was something like this, like oh, bump stocks. They show this right here. 
So I asked about what a, what the fuck is a bump? What the fuck they're talking about? Because these gun fearful folks do be making up some terms for weapons. So did my research, asked asked, asked around, and a bump stock is essentially um, it's a modified stock that enables uh, when you shoot, when you should pull the trigger, that if you pull at a certain pressure. The gun will go, rat, rat, it'll, it'll shoot automatically. It's a flaw in the system of a bump stock, but it's intentionally made. It's kind of like how folks, you know, use cough syrup to get drunk. It's kind of like that. Like you, you, you buy it for the side effect. It's kind of like that. And that should be illegal. So a bump stock is not an ordinary stock. It's something that actually enables a, 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 um, a, a semi-automatic weapon to shoot automatically. Yeah, um, yeah, you can burn all that, but to get rid of guns totally, I'm not saying it, because guess what? The moment they start getting rid of guns, when they, when they actually enact that, they're coming for mine first. They're coming for the black folks first, so... I'm not really, I'm not really feeling that. What I'm feeling is um, dismantling white supremacy. Because guess what? I have, <clears throat> I have this baby right here. It's an AR frame. Um, I'll call it assault rifle, despite the fact don't shoot automatic. I, I'm, I'm honest here. I think, I think I'm an honest gun owner. I'm not going to bullshit you, you know. Because real talk, when we're down as as soldiers, downrange, we shoot single bullet anyway we don't use the automatic function on this we you shoot automatic anyway so i mean we shoot a uh, semi-auto anyway so the uh we train to shoot a semi-automatic so this shooting one single bullet is just as good as shooting as it does in warfare because we're trained to shoot like single like you know controlled shooting in war so it's the same damn gun i'm not gonna bullshit you okay i'm not an nr <laughs> I'm going to talk about NRA next. Like, please remind me if I forget. All right. But um, I have this. I have this 1911-45. I have a hunting rifle. You know, a hunting rifle in the closet, which is which is essentially a sniper rifle. And I also have a shotgun that's in the shop being worked on. I have a. Uh, I have a Benelli Super 90. That's the shotgun that uh, John Wick used, okay? And uh, John Wick 2, for folks that don't know the names of those guns. So, um, I have a lot of guns, you know, you know, in comparison to, I guess, how most black folks be thinking. You got the vacuum plan, really? The vacuum one? Anyway, um, I have a lot of guns in, in, in comparison to most black folks in America. Strange enough, like legally, especially. Um, you know what? It has been said that Jesus Christ rose from the dead and also walked on water. That might, that might have happened, but I've never seen or heard of a, any of these guns shooting somebody by themselves. You feel me? So... The danger is not in the, is in 
solid civic understanding of gun ownership or respectful, you know, like, like lawful self-defense or recreational shooting. It's in the entitlement. I don't feel entitled to mow everybody down when I get upset. I don't. That is a white male entitlement. I mean, sure, some folks may borrow from that, you know, um, like, say, the Asian spree shooter over in um, the app that took place back in Virginia Tech a couple of years ago. Well, like, like nearly a decade ago. But him being Asian and uh, the Asian, you know, the minority thing, the, the, the popular, you know, favorable minority thing. That's probably, he probably thought he was white. You feel me? So he borrowed whiteness in order to engage in spree killing. So for the most part, um, spree killer killers are always white. And much like how, you know, authorities see, they think all drug dealers are black. So they attack black folks thinking that we have drugs all the time. White folks need to look at your spree killers and start assuming white folks are, you know, unstable or whatever you want to fucking call it. It's not, it's not instability either. It's that white male entitlement. That is not an, uh, an illness. I mean, it's a civic illness, but it's not a mental illness. That needs to be checked. So, um, <clears throat> okay, so a couple of minutes, and I'm going to talk about the NRA. So, in current events, you have um, a prominent rapper, ex-rapper, like pseudo quasi political figure named Killer Mike. He decided to use um, the NRA's venue to speak on gun law or uh, gun logic and these protesters and stuff. You know, so. Um, all right. Jonathan says, seems the proximity to whiteness has toxic effects on non-whites. That's absolutely correct. All right, so um, Killer Mike, he went to the NRA, had them like use their venue to speak ill of these protesters. Now, Killer Mike is is functioning with the premise of uh, black gun ownership, which is really ironic, being that the NRA didn't say shit when Flano Castile got shot by a motherfucking cop. Philando Castile, for those who have not been following, is a, um, he was a black registered gun owner and he didn't even have the gun on him at the time. You know, one of the things, you, like when we, when we become a, a registered gun owner and uh, conceal, a registered concealed carry gun owner, we're taught that, you know what? All you have to do is let the cop know that you're concealed gun, you're like you're a registered concealed gun owner, and they know that you're a good guy. They know that you're a stand-up citizen, and and honestly, I bought that too until the until Florence Castile got murdered and the cop got away with it. NRA had nothing to say. Why? If I, I mean, if you ask me, if I was an NRA tactician, that would been like a great a great point to make. In regards to jackbooted thugs, you know, going come around taking your shit, or jackbooted thugs killing you left and right, or jackbooted thugs acting a fool, you know. But honestly, 
the NRA supports the jackbooted thugs when they're attacking black people. The NRA functions largely not on logical debate and logical concern of gun ownership like Johnny Silvercloud does, like how most military vets do. They function with this irrational fear of black people and they inject this fear, they inject this fear left and right in white folks like Nazis. You know, you see their videos, they talk and sound like Nazis. Like they inject this fear in white folks, give them these, these white folks booster shot of Afrophobia so white folks can buy more guns. Because honestly, as we're gonna be really honest here, me as a black, black American, as an Afro-American in these United or ununited states, I'm not intended to be a gun owner here. I'm not intended to have all this steel, have all this blue steel, you feel me? Let's be honest, let's be honest. America did not intend on, on black folks arming themselves. America did not intend on, on black folks defending themselves. America did not intend on black folks to have the right, the right to all, a full spectrum of human emotionality, like concern, fear, anger, fury. This is why our emotions are police. This is why folks like to silence us all the time. So the fact that I have a gun before you here is an anomaly. It's, it's a, it's, it's like a loophole because like I said before, racism is the, is the ugly side chick to the white community. You know, okay. Um, like white community wants to fuck this ugly side chick, this fat, ugly side chick, but they don't want to be seen with them. You feel me? They don't want to know. They don't want you. They don't want to admit that they like the pussy of this fat, ugly side chick called racism. So with that being said, white folks have to write their rules and regulations and law without explicit racist language. So white folks are not going to say anymore, at least at the time, um, they're not going to say something like all white folks have guns, all black folks will not. They're going to say everybody, all lives matter. Every all lives, and they're going to do it that way. And then, when it comes to civic civic function or civic dysfunction, act a fool when a black person has a weapon, or or when a black person, you know, when they even perceive a black person having a weapon. So, sociologically, we're not allowed to have guns. America never intended for us to have guns. The fact that I have these, I have this blue steel is a side effect and white folks don't like that side effect okay they like the medicine but they don't like the side effect to us it's the way to them it's, it's medicine us, us to them it's a side effect us it's, it's it's a way so let's understand that number two number two um the right to bear arms in regards to these militias and stuff like that it comes from um, white folks having the privilege, okay? It's, this is going back to the, the spree killers. White, like white male entitlement to take, steal, and defend theft, uh, defend their theft and larceny from Native Americans? Native Americans? 
and to keep their slaves in check. That's black folks. And they still have this mentality in their head, despite the fact they're not gonna admit it. So once again, racism is the fat, ugly side chick to the white community. They like the fuck, they like the fucker. They'll like they'll they'll they'll, they'll call her they'll call they'll call racism like 2 a.m. for a, for a piece, but they don't want to admit it. They don't want to be seen with this bitch. You feel me? So we have to understand that you know well-regulated militia that meant militia men like these poor Irish motherfuckers run like this is what that's what like I like we didn't have slaves like that yeah you kind of did but also y'all poor motherfuckers were the patrols looking for runaway slaves you motherfucker anyway the militia were the folks going back and forth um, searching for runaway slaves capturing runaway slaves to some extent finding free men and throwing them back into slavery that's the that was the militia the well-regulated militia it wasn't you know defending the state you know against against uh anything it wasn't about shooting george washington in the fucking face it wasn't about that they they just make that shit the fuck up um so let's be real another another um gun thing that blows my mind this is why i'm not an nra motherfucker okay guns don't kill people people kill people what what kind of, kind of dumb ass shit is that that's like saying, that's like saying, lotion don't moisturize hands, people moisturize hands. It's like, you know, like, it takes people to make anything function. Like, like, light don't illuminate the room, people illuminate the room. Microwave don't, don't heat up food, people heat up food. Let's, let's be real and just say that guns do kill people. Let's stop that bullshit. Let's, let's. Let's stop that. Let's let's stop that. And like nip that one in the butt, man. You know the intent of a weapon, of a gun, is to is to um, all right. The intent of a gun is to project this bullet and uh, you know pretty much connect, commit you know kinetic like uh, place kinetic energy upon a target, a physical target, okay? Typically, that uh, kinetic energy kills things, or injure or kills things. When you place kinetic energy upon a human target, a human being, it's gonna injure or kill them. As a matter of fact, the only time kinetic energy is placed upon a human being and it doesn't kill them is during sex. You know, and uh, the funny thing psychologically is that when you can, when you, when the language of killing uh, and, and sex intertwine, that's where things get really, really sick. You know, like I'm going to fuck you up, you know, things like that. You know, is the psychology of such. Um, guns kill guns kill. Much like how lotion moisturizes, um, microwaves heat up food, you know, ovens cook, umbrellas block rain, hood, you know, covers heads, you know. <laughs> it takes people to make everything function in the first place. Like, you know, uh, cars don't roll down streets, people roll down street. Well, yeah, but they're using the car to roll down the motherfucking street. 
Uh, I never liked that term. I had to bring that up. All right. So another um, term I've learned just this morning that blows my mind concerning the gun law thing is this term called I've heard it from one guy. And I told him that the, 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 uh, the phrase is stupid. He said gunsplainer and his and his stance was, I guess you can call him um, anti-gun or something like that. He's like, yeah, these gunsplainers, this, these gunsplainers, that gunsplainer, gunsplainer, gunsplainer. I'm like, dude, you're you're losing very valid points by calling, I guess, anyone you disagree with as a gunsplainer. Because technically, you too are a gunsplainer because you are explaining about guns. So, um... Uh, that's that's the I guess the gunsplainer thing is the newest addition to the the splainer um, family of words, which blows my mind because the first one I've heard was white splain. Now, when it comes to white splaining, it was explicitly used when white folks are attempting to defend white supremacy, as in, um, you know, you know, just bullshitting defending white supremacy. That's white splaining. You know, that's that's what white splaining is. Now, um, recently, a white guy placed he 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 um, he took the factory, the factory radio out of my Cadillac and put this JVC Panasonic, whatever, like some other radio up in that thing. When he was explaining out what's going on and what he's going to do or how stuff works, you know, how my new radio works. He's not white splaining. You feel me? White splaining is something that's very specific. It's not when anytime a white person is talking, it's that's not it. There's times where when a white person's talking, it's fucking valid. <laughs> you can't just oh fuck a white splaining. Now, when yeah, all right. So when I heard the term mansplaining, which I believe probably took place, it probably was built around the same time white splaining was. It seemed like it's any time a man's talking and that really blows my mind. I got rid of a lot of feminist motherfuckers like who are who call like call me mansplaining. when I'm talking about podcasting. I'm talking about sound engineering. I'm talking about um, things that I'm a kind of an expert on. I'm not talking about, I'm not defending male privilege or male supremacy or patriarchy. If I were doing that, then yes, I imagine that would be mansplaining the same way when a white person defends white privilege and white supremacy and white entitlement, that's white splaining. Like I said before, the white technician guy was not white splaining when he was putting my, putting a new radio in my car. But a man is mansplaining. It was a time where um, this one, this one um, dude was defending white supremacy. And I'm like, my homegirl, who I'm still cool with, she said, mansplaining. I'm like, but I think that's more like white splaining because he's defending white supremacy. But he, no, 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 mansplaining. I'm like, I'm like, I ain't going to argue this shit, you know, but that's stupid. That's a really dumb, dumbass that's 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 stupid you can't just call there's gonna be times where or a man speaking is valid like me sound engineering um if you're going to start a podcast 
and I'm explaining out the ins and outs uh, to sound engineering. Uh, I'm explaining about electricity, like how you know buzzing sounds and noises. You might want to get rid of it. You don't want to over. You don't want to over uh, EQ your stuff and things like that. Then um, that's not mansplaining, you know. Um, especially if I'm not being condescending. There was a time where um, <laughs> it's just mansplaining. Get the fuck out of here. And when it comes to some of these feminists who are usually white or non-black, you know, I don't, I don't trust none of these non-black feminists, man. Black, black women are the real feminists. Black women are real feminists. White feminists, nah. It's all about protecting white supremacy. The white, a white feminist wants what a black woman has. Real talk. They're emulating black. They're trying to emulate black folks. Anyway, um. It's not, this is it's not about feminism. It's not about white feminists, but white explaining seem to be used for everything. Anytime a guy's talking, mansplaining. I'm like, what the fuck? No, that's not. You know, like, if you use it all the time, the word will lose meaning. So here you have this term called gunsplaining, the newest addition to the splaining family. And. Honestly, what have what's wrong with amosexual? What's what's wrong with gun loving or gun, you know, or just call them stupid? Gun explaining with the word explaining on it is it's like guns are something that need explanation. You know, guns are something that definitely needs explanation. You can kill somebody with a gun. You know, like people can die off of those things. So it someone explaining gun safety, for example. I fear that somebody's going to like, oh, gunsplaining. And it's like, no, that's a really valid thing. Like, um, like, like, like gun, um, like gun logic. Like, okay, so if you're like crossing somebody, you got to like, you know, don't flag people. You got to like, you know, dip it down. You know, like don't aim it on folks at all. Even when you're not aiming, you like just have the habit of, you know, not aim, not have the, the, um, the barrel point at somebody. So, so I'm like, so instead of going this to you, I do that. That's not gunsplaining. That's gun safety. That's that's gun safety. That's gun safety. So <sighs> man, when it comes to gun law, like gun regulation, which is a very valid concern, is a very valid argument. Don't contaminate your argument. Well, bullshit. Don't contaminate your, your argument with nonsense. Gunsplaining? Stop. But overall, yeah, I'm about to, uh, overall, um, I want David Hogg to, and these um, protesters to join the ranks of Black Lives Matter and actually have the, like, enable these black folks to be talking. Like, when these kids got an aircraft from the New England Patriots to, to fly to D.C. and all this other stuff, fly around the United States or whatever. Why not raise the question there? Like, wow, because I'm white, this NFL team who uh, this NFL team that will not sign Colin Kaepernick allow, allow me to and my 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 survivor friends to fly in this airplane. But. They won't sign Colin Kaepernick. These folks are totally against black folks defending themselves. 
speaking in defense to themselves and stuff like that. Why not bring it up then? Like, I don't want it. Like, I don't need, we don't need David Hogg and the rest of these kids. You know, my home girl, the, the, the ill, like the uh, nebula haircut to, uh, you know, little, little girl, Amber Rose to uh, baby Amber Rose looking chick to, to uh, speak on gun violence in the hood. You need to speak on white privilege where you are. That's my challenge. And that's the gist of this podcast. So, that being said, I'll say that morning time. See, I switched to water versus drinking alcohol. Anyway, I'll say that it's about that time. Thanks for joining us. Before you leave, if you like what you heard, click like and subscribe to us on iTunes or SoundCloud, wherever you go for your podcast. Do not let this be the last time we hear from you or you hear from us. Follow us on Facebook, Afro Sapiophile. And if you want to be heard, you can always leave a voice message at 202-854-1996. Like three minutes of fame, three minutes of your words, air it in the next podcast. Last but not least, be sure to check us out on AfroSapiophile.com for everything pertaining to intelligent black thought. Okay, so I've been Johnny. You've been awesome. I'm out. Peace.